All right, it is State Theatre Review number two. I'm, of course, Menas, joined by one Bo Jackson himself, Mike Montante. Mike, do you want to dispel these rumours right now? Did you piss your pants? So I'll be honest, I have a very good read on situations. At least I thought I did. Uh, when I was approached by my buddy Mima, hey, this looks funny. Can I post it? I said, absolutely. Very funny picture. No one is dumb enough to think that I actually peed myself. I read <laughs> that situation very wrong. And then since then, people that I know and trust are like, hey, like the more you fight this, the more people are going to think you do it. And if you did it, it's okay. And when they're saying that to me, I'm like, oh, no, you think I actually did it. And you're just trying to be nice about it. Uh, so think what you want. I, I did not pee myself. If you've ever seen somebody who has uh, peed themselves, it is a much different situation when you break down the forensics of it. So um, if you hate me, it's kind of like kind of you know, what is it called? Build your own adventure, your, your own adventure thing. If you like me, you'll say that's a beer. If you hate me, you'll say, oh, that kid's a fucking drunk scumbag. He peed himself. Whatever you want to do, choose your own adventure. That's what I was going for. Choose your own adventure. <laughs> I know I didn't pee myself. I'm an innocent man. I'm a guilty of a lot of other things, but for that, I am innocent. But there is a um, there is a leakage factor. You know, I know what you're saying. If you piss yourself, you know it's going to look. It different. goes directly down your leg. It doesn't. But go there's off also the, the leakage fat leakage factor. You know, you just had a few drinks and you just piss a little bit in your pants. Like surely you do that three nights a week anyway, whether you're at the state no. theater or not. I'm a big boozer. I've mastered the art of peeing while drunk. That's why I'm saying I've never, I would never do such a thing. You know, that's just something you do your freshman year of high school after you've been locked up uh, by super you know, conservative parents. No, I, I'm a master of this. I would never do such a thing, but I will well, spill a beer on myself. Yeah. I'm not above that. Well, did you like, was it you know, like you spilt piss on your pants while you were texting Julie in with your phone in one well, hand? Is well, that what well, it was? Well. We're trying to get why I was I was upset with you. you you're you're going to lead with it, so I appreciate that. Um, no, so what's funny was um, at the State Theater, everything's going paperless right now, so I actually didn't have a physical ticket, and they had no service, zero service at the State Theater. So I went to sh- you know, pull up my ticket to show where I was sitting. I think I had decent seats, and I had no service, and there were not ushers at every entrance. So I literally just walked in. I saw three empty seats, and I sat in the back, and I don't know these gentlemen. They don't know me. I had a fresh beer in my hand. Just put a little on my pants. So these gentlemen, sure. if you're out there, come out. Come out here and come clean here. You you saw it all. I, I First thing I did was look at these people. Go, I don't know you guys. I have a situation on my hands. I pointed to my crotch. I go, it looks like I just peed myself. They laughed. Come clean. If you, if you know who you are, come clean. Do the right thing. But um, no, I did not pee myself. But it is what it is. But no, can we get to the Julie thing? Because you railroaded me in, in ways that... Uh, obviously, shook me to the Ow. core. Ow, please. <laughs> okay, please good. Explain. Okay, this is good. You're one of two or three people that I shared the very innocuous, very plain Jane uh, text exchange I had with Miss Julie. And I kind of gave it to you as an inside scoop to maybe break a little story. And what do you do, you know, an hour and 45 minutes in with Mayo 
Good God, did that thing go on forever. I know. You go, I couldn't and, shut him up. I literally uh, could not shut him up. It was up. unbelievable. And another takeaway from this weekend, not only did Montante piss himself, but he's creeping on Julie. Thoughts. And I was like, you fucking cocksucker. I gave yeah. you this information to kind of, you know, dif- you know, diffuse this, kind of put some truth behind <laughs> this, and you went out of your way to just pretend like you never saw it, like we didn't speak <laughs> earlier today, and you were like, hey, Mike, you did get railroaded. So that, that did bother me that did bother me a little bit and you knew what you were doing and you oh, said I, afterwards you go this was a joke and it was a joke for one i'm the only person who got that joke exactly. and i did not take it and i did not take it well so, <laughs> I'm doing it, just to on you. You. it worked it worked it worked because like because charm. for those for those listening um yeah, Mike rang me after Julie made those wild claims at Montante, and I, you know, I saw the text exchange. It was very, it was very minor. I mean, it was nothing. And um, but I knew, okay, obviously, I'm going to uh, bring that up on <laughs> Ben Fandom later that night because it was the one thing that annoyed Mike was that and the pissing his pants thing. And the thing that bothered me is like, yeah, yeah Mike pissed himself. I was like, no, that's not what I'm annoyed about. The the, the mm-hmm. narrative's already out there. That I peed myself. I've given up on that. The real injustice here is that Julie texted me three times and nothing like out of control, just normal stuff. And I woke up the next morning and I saw that she was one of the handful of people where I did not respond to. I'm not a jerk because I don't like people to you know ignore me. So I got back to her the next day. Hey, are you alive? You know, pulse check. Uh, good to hear. That was it. But the next day when she's in there, she's 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 controlling the narrative. She goes out of her way. Like, yeah, my tante was texting me too, right? Made me look like an absolute perv, an absolute freak. Mm. So I give this to you in good conscience. And please, matters, write this wrong. And you just fucking take a different angle. Yeah, I, I was, was taken aback. Oh, my yeah. God. Just as soon as I, my I, hand's starting to feel a little bit better, you fucking come in with a bulldozer. Just I, run it over. The funny thing is, I didn't see it as some big exclusive you were giving me. So I, I must have been looking at it like from a different lens. That's the way I looked at it. This, this, is, this is groundbreaking information I'm handing to you. Please do this the right way. And you ignored it. It's okay. Yeah. I thought when you said to Julie you wanted to come all over her back, that was a little bit much. I'm just uh, going off of show stuff. I, I thought it was she obviously show. she loves it anyway. So <laughs> yeah, well, oh well, it is what it is. Julie's good. Uh she played that well. Uh Julie to me nothing. So well, well done. Bravo. All right, let's walk it back. So when did you drive up to Portland? So last yeah, week. Is- no, I'm trying to get that get down to the exact because I'm trying to figure this out. I think I drove. I was in. You did Thursday show in studio. Yeah. So Wednesday morning, very early, I was in Easton, Pennsylvania. I then drove for work till about eleven o'clock, and then I drove to. Uh, there's a minor league team in this part of Pennsylvania. Then I went to Albany, and then I went to Springfield, Mass, and then I went to Boston. So it was a mm. long day. So I end the night in whole mass. Um, Thursday morning, I wake up. The traffic was terrible. I thought everybody was blown out of proportion. They were not lying. The traffic from whole mass to that part of Massachusetts was a disaster. Do the same with Dave's mom. Uh, she was on vacation. I, I, I was I was at the residence. Um, yeah. So I did I did that. So we did that. Did the show Thursday. Um, stayed. I love I love whole by the way. It's a it's a it's the exact same thing um as seabright new jersey as it is in mass so i like hole a lot so we stayed there and then we drove up friday morning i actually took a personal day off work we drove up to portland from from mass it was really only two hours it was not a bad drive whatsoever 
Um, but yeah, yeah, it was Wednesday was a disaster. Wednesday was a long, long day, but unbelievable weekend. Great. Who were you in studio with last week? I don't remember. Uh, last week I was in with my buddy Max. Oh, that's right. You're in with the legend Max experience. Legend. I've I've teed up with him on Instagram, so we're now following He's good. each other. He's good, man. I, I want to get him on this show um, eventually. He's he, he he's a bit of a hardo, isn't he? He's well. He's it's funny because so Colin mentioned this on the previous show. He asked for that Friday night, so the next day he asked for my information. So I was like, this whole Friday I'm in Portland awaiting a random number to text me. And it's gonna be Max. He texts me for the first time on Sunday after the whole thing's done, and he was just like, "Hey man, how did it go?" And I was like. This was what I've been waiting for. I was like, oh, it was good. Um, but no, we, we've chatted We've chatted since. I, I told you, I said, I told him, I said, hey, Meadows wants to have you on. He goes, yo, yeah, he reached out to me. I forgot to respond. So I like Max. He's a wild card. He's he's absolutely a pure, genuine guy. Um, good guy. Oh, well, speaking of people reaching out to come on Minna Fandom, speaking of that cunt, Julie, I asked you to see if Julie would come on Minna Fandom, and she was like, nah, I'm all set. Like, fuck her. Listen, she's above it. She, she, some aren't. I'm no, she's not. below it. She's actually below it. That's oh, stop. Oh, stop. She you, is you'd, below it. You'd love to be speaking to her right now, not my no, fucking no, face. No, I would you love to it. be speaking you know to her. I don't on. care. Some dumb broad who works in real estate. Well, like, that's not give nice. me, Give me a break. Like, I'm not, it's not some big deal to have her on the show. I just thought if she's going to be a third chair more regularly, I should try and throw her a bone, get to know her a bit. But no, fuck it. Well, if she's going to be all, the, I'm all set. The, no. At the end of the day, the show that you do this for, your your, your good pal Kirk Menahan, you love him. I love him. He said that is his by far his favorite third seat right now, above Polar, above everybody else. So Julie's little stock is absolutely skyrocketing. So you would love to have Julie. Well, it's, well the guy that you do a, a recap show of said so. So his work, no, no, I, you know, I mean, come on now. No, I'd like to have her on, but I do. I do not think she's the the best third chair. I think Mutt's the best third chair. You're better than Julie. But Julie's good. I'm not saying she's, you know, she's been really good, but there's also been, I think there's been some good performances. Uh, but to say she's the best third chair, I think that was a wild claim by Kirk. I like the fact that it's a woman. I think, you know, I've helped Kirk really develop in this way over the last few years to try and embrace the opposite sex a little bit more on air. And, you know, I'm glad my influence has rubbed off on him with Julie. Like, but fuck I like that. That's a classic callback for you. I do like that. Um, but yeah, I tried to broker that deal and she just said straight up, I'm all set. I don't speak Australian. So yeah, she's big yeah, time. She here. Fuck off. No, she's fuck her. Uh, okay. <laughs> so you go in there with Max, you do a great show. He's obviously loaded. I, I haven't worked out which company his family owns yet. I, I haven't sort of put the the thing together yet. I don't know, Globe Life or something. I don't know who sponsors the Red Sox and, like, his electricity. Yeah, it, it seems – I didn't pick up um, on the obvious thing that wasn't being said the other day in studio, but they were kind of alluding to it today. That's a, I guess it's a no-brainer. If you're a big Sox fan, you'd know what company that his uh, mother is a higher-up in. But, uh, no, he was – dude – that some some people have the it factor, whether it's just uh, they're weird or just anything. When someone has the it factor, good or bad, you can tell. He, I saw him walking down the hallway, and I was like, "Man, this kid has it, good or bad." And by the way, if you're or if you're one off on the show, good or bad, if you have the it factor, that's going to be good because it's going to be entertaining either way. Max is fucking awesome. 
Mm-hmm. All right. So, sorry, I was jumping all over the place, listeners. But um, so you're driving up to Portland. So are you with Deva, Deva from Hull and Mima. How, how do you, when you're driving up the highway, like do you have all the windows open because of Deva's aftershave? Like what do you, do you wear like a, do you, I know you don't wear masks, but do you wear a mask in a car with Deva? How, how do you go about that? No, believe it or not, um, that's how committed I am to uh, breathing fresh air. I do not. I actually, <laughs> I got to confess something. He, I had a, I had a, a flare up with him uh, Friday. Uh, an absolute flare up. He looked mortified from it. It, it. You know, I'm not proud of it. It was midday. I so I have an iPhone eight. My my phone's really old. Um, it dies quick. It, it you know, but midday Friday, I, I have I need to have WhatsApp going. I need to be working. I could be on the road and still be working. My phone's dying. Right. So I'm already thinking about this. I'm stressed out. Um, I have seven percent. We have ninety minutes to go. So you know what? Fuck it. Let me let me just say it. I was like, all right, Dave. Like, hey, next rest stop. Like, let me. Pull in. Let me get a fucking car charger. I'll buy it for you. You can keep it when we're done. He goes, yeah, you know, uh, can you can you just wait till we get there and get some food in us? And I was like, Dave, I already fucking thought about this before I asked you. Pull over to the next fucking stop. And his face went ghostly white. And that's when I realized, like, oh, man, I may have. That was wrong of me. But do you understand where I'm coming from on that? Like, it's an uncomfortable ask. Well, I don't want to ask this, but don't tell me. Like, are you sure? Yeah, dude, I'm sure. That's why I asked. Yeah, so it sounds like you snapped at him. Yeah, is that what immediately? Was like? and I, I, immediately, and then I saw he was uncomfortable. So it was a joke. I pretended to lunge over and drive the car off the road, and then he didn't laugh at that either. And I was like, "Oh fuck, I, I, I'm 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 not doing good here. This is a tough situation. <laughs> <laughs> this is bad." There's only certain friends you can snap at and sort of get away with it. With that, that we're not reaction. there yet. Him and I are not there yet. Him and Clearly I are not. far from that. No, miles away from that. How, did you make up? I, I felt terrible. Yeah, well, it was like 30 minutes kind of awkward driving. I was like, hey, man, like I wasn't actually going to crash the car. And he was like, I, I know. <laughs> I was like, all right, fuck, we're still not there yet. I don't know. Next time I think we'll handle it better. Hopefully there is no next time where I flare up, but it, it probably will happen again. And I am <laughs> around him enough to where it probably will happen. So I don't know. We'll work on it. It's, it's a me problem, but he's going to handle you it treated, you treated Dave the way I see you treat Alex sometimes when we're doing these stream yards. That's the problem. Yeah. Correct, and she's a professional. She can handle my she 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 sleeps through my fucking my little sessions now. But he's he's yeah. a he's a rookie to it, and he's a really nice guy too. He probably yeah. like. <laughs> no, I was so wrong. Drive, I was wrong. I was so you wrong. drive up there with Mima and Dava. You have your fight in the car, um, but it sounds like Dava was just hungry as well. So that's that's another problem. Well, you know, it's probably been like an hour since he ate last. Um, so you, so you get up there. Um, where are you staying? We had an Airbnb, uh, maybe about a mile walking distance out of downtown Portland, um, like six minute Uber rides. It was it was a good location, very good location. Yeah, I looked up when I stayed in Portland last year. I stayed at the Hilton waterfront, which was nice, right near the sort of the 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 boats, and you could yeah, you're right there. Um, but yeah, Portland's a great city. So so you're one kilometers out. I don't know if you heard, but BA said on uh, the Big Dog show that he regrets not staying with you because if he'd stayed with you guys, he probably would have left early on the Friday night. Did he? Yeah. So um, did he say that? Yes. Yeah, because, you know, we get in the same thing that BA gets into. We're just like I was in bed pretty early Friday night, 1030. Like I- I'm never going to be I never want to be like the uh, so out of control where you're now a spectacle. Um, they don't have mm-hmm. that 
they don't have that in them. They will become the spectacle and be so fucked up they don't realize they're the spectacle. I think we would have uh, wound him in a little more. Him and Wagon were just uh, on a on a different playing field because neither of them were like going to be the first to say, "Hey, we're good, right?" No, they just kept pushing each other further and further. So, I, I don't know if if he's right on that, but I think he definitely has a, a by the law of averages has a better chance of being wound back in with us than uh, being let loose with a uh, wagon and them. Mm. So Friday you get there, you go, do you go straight to Gritty's? Is it uh, for the, the show? We get, we get a, uh, accustomed to our place. Um, they actually pull the quick jerk one on off. Dave. You, how, how quickly before you jerk off? Actually, I did. I only once the whole, what the whole time you were there. And it was actually Sunday morning when I woke up, and I, I, I this is when I start to realize I have too much time on my hands. I went to the bathroom, took care of myself. Um, yeah, the, no, the, I wouldn't. I did. A, I maybe had a little 36, 48 hour hiatus, which is a lot wow. for me. So yeah, that's incredible. You must have just fucking blown a massive load on Sunday. Yeah, I gave my balls a little, little time to uh, rec- you know recuperate, which has been a, yeah. a long time. But um, no, we got there. We, we were just trying to trying to get used to it, but. He was sold a bill of goods that it was a three bedroom. Three bedroom was the big selling point. He was like, "Hey, we got this great deal on it." Turns out it's technically two bedrooms, but one of the bedrooms has a humongous bed, which counts as three. I guess uh, that's I- that's the way they were selling it. So I had I took the little bed, and I think that one night uh, one of them slept on the couch, the other one slept in the big ass bed. But good on them. That's a nice little uh, maneuver. Fuck that. Um, all right, so you go to Gritty's. What's the scene like? Tell me. Take us into your night. Walk into Gritty's. Um, very calm, relaxing bar. You know, pretty, uh, pretty. You know, very relaxed. Very relaxed. And you, it's very normal setup. You have the bar in the middle. You have two sides of the bar. Right. The bar kind of is a little bit of a. If I'm, I'm not a huge shape guy. Maybe a rectangle. And you have people on both sides. It's, it's very symmetrical in the middle. Uh, the bathrooms are on one side. And in the, the far right corner, tucked away, uh, you see Shane, um, you see Blind Mike, just his eyes are looking in six different directions. And you can tell that they're, they're getting ready to set up the uh, the live show. You know, and that's kind of the, that's the attention of the room. But a lot of these people are trying to be relaxed and not give too much attention. But you could tell there was an energy focused towards that part of the room. Mm. And uh, more and more people would fill in. Um, do you meet start meeting people for the first time? And now also I was thinking about this when we went to the Wilbur last year together, I don't even know if you'd been on the main show yet. You certainly weren't a staple like you are now. So also, you know, on the Jerry Callahan podcast and all sorts of stuff. That's where most people know me from is the Jerry show. Yeah. So you put, you're probably, um, meeting, a lot of people who are coming up to you and like not asking for autographs, but like Montante, we love you on the show. Yeah, I would that? say one in one in twelve people like would like recognize me, which doesn't sound like a lot, but when you're a room of a lot of people, it, it does. And uh, no, everyone was super super nice, um, and it was just cool because like I obviously knew all these people too. Just a lot of people are, are they don't have technically like burner accounts with like trolling people, but they won't have their face to it. So they're like, hey, I'm so and so on Twitter, like. Like you, you know me, right? I'd be like, oh fuck yeah! Like we've been following each other for three years now, so it's, it's kind of cool to put some mm. um, bases to these accounts. But no, the, the meta fans are fucking unbelievable. They they are. I mean, they're it's a great bunch. It's a weird. Bunch. Anyone in particular on Friday night jump out at you? 
that you missed that, that fucking time. this woman i think she follows me for now i think i would tweet too politically where she's like this guy's fucking sucks i think her name's like joe or something her, oh, and her joe sanders like, yeah her and her husband were fucking superb sue and herb was did what didn't wagon try lick her face though is that so you know what's funny little, i've heard the story i've heard we obviously know lauren um brie but then i've heard the the story about um, the married couple there where he was like licking face and shit and i kind of just assumed it was her but i never pressed the ask was it mm. her that's that's what i think it is yeah that, i do too I but i don't i don't have that definitive it would make she's a good looking lady um not that you should rape only good looking people you should you shouldn't rape anybody let's just get that out in the open but yeah let's just <laughs> let me clear the, thank you let me clear the air on that yeah 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 whether you're ugly or but if you're gonna do it it rape. might as well be good looking yeah yeah if you're gonna go to prison you serve some time make, you know, make it worth your while make it, but yeah, yeah no I, it make it makes sense that it's that but no they were fucking super like they Julie. were fantastic sorry go well on. jesus christ All right, well, come on <laughs> that, that, that's your little battle to fight <laughs> Such an asshole. It was a joke. It was a joke. All you fucking people are still you'll, you'll upset be, about you'll be editing this out later. So just no, no, I'm not editing out anything. People are still upset about the Pat stuff. That's um uh, incredible. Uh, yeah, anyway. Yeah, I, well, I, I just don't get why. Um I don't get why. So I'm actually in the between on that show. If you're gonna do it, do more than nine minutes. Like do like a 30-minute show. You just oh you use my you're you're on my show. Okay. Um all right, well, I'll just say it. No, no, no. I, I just want a uh, good, good question. I, I just wanted to really get Lauren's story out there. And because what happened to me was I tweeted about it and then I just like started like the DMs and the tweets started to fill up. What is this? Where is it? Where can I find it? Yeah. I tweeted out. I got um, those the, too. So you probably the got link to the show. Yeah. At the, the 420 show. So I looked and then I thought, you know what? Like, Really, this story deserves a bigger platform, and Minna Fandom is a much bigger platform. And I thought it doesn't need a lot of me fucking beating my drum, you know, beating my chest. It just needs Lauren's comments and a little bit, and that's it. So, okay. And I was, I, I, um, yeah. And the pad stuff was just funny. I mean, people still get it, whatever. Um, well, that's, what, that's what I say. If your main takeaway from that show is the, the pat comment, like you, you got to tighten up a little bit. Hmm. You know, um, like there's more to that show than fucking the you getting the pat thing wrong. I, yes, I, I didn't even get it wrong. You ask someone on your show to talk about being assaulted, and you're like cheering goals. Like it's well, it's in, the, funny. in the mo- yeah, in the moment that you're referencing, yeah. But the overall picture, I think people were pissed off about was he had an incredible weekend, given the fact mm, that he was one cares? of the few, who one cares? of the few nights. I, oh, I'm just so, saying that's why no. people were annoyed. You know that. Yes. All right, so you're there on Friday night having a great time. Show was terrible, like the the show yeah. Mike and Shane did. You couldn't hear it online. You couldn't hear it there. So it was a a double whammy. Uh, what were you even? I know you don't even listen to the like when you probably didn't even listen to the show on Saturday night. So did you even bother trying to listen? You're probably just drinking it up, meeting B. You know what was it like to meet BA for the first time? Um. I'll be so. This is the weird. This is gonna be a weird response. I kind of wanted to meet BA always in my mind when we meet. It's just him and I having a heart to heart. There was like a thousand people around, not a thousand, I mean like a dozen people around looking at us meeting for the first time. So it was kind of bizarre, you know, kind of not authentic. It was a little, a little weird. And he wasn't totally whacked yet. Um, but I would have loved to meet like be outside for the first time, like outside of the bar and kind of just have a little, but we had like a, we, you know, shook hands and whatnot. Um, 
but yeah, something. So that show was a disaster, like unmitigated, absolute disaster, which makes it funny. But I, I had my back to to everything because you couldn't hear it. I have bad hearing as it is. But Kirk has such an energy when he came in. No one said anything. I just felt like the energy shift, like people's body, everyone's moving. And you turn around, you see like Kirk just uh, taking over that that live show. Man, it was, it's it's bizarre that he has a, a gift. Obviously, absolutely. absolutely. Um, okay, so Kirk obviously changes the night. I know you. So you pulled up stumps. You said early. Uh, sorry, that's a cricket expression. Yeah, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you what is that? Pulled up stumps means to finish, like when you finish for the day. Like you went okay. home at ten thirty. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Before you went though, how messy was it getting? Like, could you see Wagon and BA were like? So, so what happened? With, you meet Bree for the first time. Is that yeah. right? She turned up. Met Bree. It met a lot of people. How long um, did you hug Bree for? Like when you're like, give me a hug. Was it like you just long embrace? Well, you have to understand that I've had Bree and Seabright for a couple weeks now. Uh, I've been feeding her, keeping her alive, bathing her. So I'm not mm. totally. I'm over the. I'm not. No. I'm no longer attracted to her because I'm keeping her alive. You're no longer attracted to her. Well, I do. I've been bathing her for weeks, so you know I, that attraction has gone out the window. I, you know, she's so my be pet. more attracted she's, to her now. She's my pet now, essentially. Yeah, like no, it, it was. It was nice meeting her for the first. She's, I mean, she's, she's a genuinely nice, good person. So it was cool seeing her. Um, but yeah, I kind of feel bad because we were together for like an hour and a half. Uh, I left, and then I woke up the next morning to like, hey, where'd you go? Hey, where'd you go? Like, it's kind of getting a little weird here. And that, that's when I was like, uh oh, <laughs> like, what happened when I left? And Did then you I do the Irish goodbye. Just no, I say goodbye, people, real quick. Like, hey, I'll see you guys. Well, why is Bray messaging you? Like, where did you go? I, I don't think she thought I was being legitimate. Like, hey, I'm out. She's like, all right, see you a little bit. Like, no, 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 I'm gone. Really? I'll see you later. Yeah, so yeah. you're the opposite of Pat. Like, Pat was out there throwing himself in front of Big Wagon, and you're like, okay, I'm out of here. Wagon's uh, getting I'm, a bit messy. I'm, I'm, I'm sleeping in my bed, fully clothed on top of the sheets. Yeah, I'm, yeah, totally opposite. Good. But but how, how how was it a mess before you left? Was it not it really? Like- I mean, you could see people. There was all the right ingredients for people to get sloppy. Like uh, anytime cocaine's being done in bathrooms is not a great scene. Um, no. That's just not good. That'll that, there's so much potential trouble to doing that. Like if you're gonna do that, don't do it that way. So I think that was happening at, at an early hour, and obviously that bar's gonna go till two. So I could tell there was the potential. There's the right ingredients for this to get sloppy. I just didn't think it was gonna go that direction. I think we, mm. I thought we'd hear the stories about, uh, you know, BA maybe got kicked out, but you know, this, that, the other happened. I'm not expect to hear fucking like rape allegations. Mm. Essentially, that was never in the cards. Yeah. All right. So you did the sensible thing. You left early, and imagine like if other people like BA had been smart enough to go. Let me just get some sleep and like pace myself for this weekend. And you're home. You're in bed early. You wake up early the next day. Yeah, is that right? Oh yeah, always, always early to bed, early riser. Like it. That's it. You go for your usual five mile run. You come yep. back. Is this when you start getting the messages? Like, when did rumors start to circulate to you that Friday night started to get <laughs> ugly? Uh, VD texted me. Um, I'm hearing, I'm hearing disturbing rumblings uh, about the about things going on in Portland. Can you confirm or deny? I was like, uh oh. And so then I, so then I get into like the DMs and stuff, and I'm starting to piece together something. Something bad may have happened, and then. Uh, 
I had a meme sent to me that how it started, how it's going, like the with the, mm. the wagon and her. The yeah, so then I start to piece together. This is actually way worse than I thought it was. So then I reach out to Brie, and I guess she had a she had a similar experience to um to Lauren, but not like the full sexual assault. She just thought wagon was creepy, being weird. So she was like, "Yeah, I've heard this shit before. Like, it was weird." She's like, "Don't get me wrong, it was weird, but nothing like no lines were crossed." And then when you started hearing what actually happened with Lauren, you're just like, oh, shit, this is actually. So I was under the impression that he was super drunk and got weird. And I was like, okay, not the end of the world. But then like halfway through that day before Saturday night started up, then the rumors really start to come out. Or you got a handsy, this, that, the other. And you're like, oh, this is way worse than I thought it was. Yeah. So allegedly he you know, licked this woman, Joe, on the face. He said all sorts of stuff to Lauren and Bray. Uh, you and I spent a lot of time with Lauren when I was over there last summer. She's such a nice woman. She does not deserve, no woman deserves that treatment, but you know, just for him to do that to her, I can't imagine, you know, how, how he can even think that's, I don't know just what's going through his fucking head to do that. I mean, she's so sweet. I would say Lauren's innocent too. Like she's, you know, she's a, She's an innocent. She's also, she's also a midget. Like she's like a very. She has the body. Uh, she's the, yeah. She's the body of like a fucking eleven year old. She makes me. She makes me feel like a man. Yeah, you look like Manu Bull next to her. Yes. And you, know you know what's a scary comment that someone said to me was Mike. If it was not a crowded bar, what would have happened? I'm like fuck. Like you can't assume stuff, but like that is a scary thought. I'm not yeah. gonna say he would do that, but like I wouldn't say he would done that beforehand. So like I don't know. That's actually a scary thought. Yeah. So Wagon does that. He's a fuckwit. You start to hear about it Saturday. Um, I think Wagon's gone from the world, thank goodness. Uh, I've heard people have reached out to his work. I don't know if that's true or not. Well, what have you heard about that? I, I've heard, like, a couple individuals reach out to his work, and he uh, signed on before signing off and said, hey, I'm going to be out of here. People are starting to reach out to my work. I don't know. I also heard he had, like, a very half-assed uh, apology I'm damn near like he was like coerced to doing it. I don't know, man. I I don't know. That's 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 disappointing to hear. That's disappointing to hear if that is the case. Like that's fucking crazy. Like if you to be that out of the loop where you think like ah, oh, like almost like ah, oh, I can't believe I, they're, they're making me apologize for this. Like, dude, like mm. what do you what do you mean? Like, no, no, no. Should be lucky you're not. The police haven't been called. I mean, seriously. Yeah, uh, anyway, so that all happened. Left. What happened Saturday afternoon? What was your pregame? What was your, what was your warm-up? Because you Saturday? normally start drinking. Like normal Saturdays, you're drinking by 11 a.m. anyway. Yeah, oh, for, in, sure. Or, so, for sure. So for sure. So Colonine reached out. Uh, I don't know the exact time. I would say probably around. I, I had a little buzz. I had a little buzz on Friday night. So I, I didn't feel fantastic Saturday. Plus, I didn't want to be you know obliterated for the show. But around like 11.30 noonish, Colony uh, reaches out being very vague. Hey, uh, need your assistance today um, at the State Theater, 3 o'clock. Um, you can drink, but don't be mangled. It won't be a speaking role. So I was like, what the f-? I was like, what the fuck does that mean? So I get there, and Colony is just being an absolute idiot. He was like, he gave me the worst. So I parked. I, so I didn't have my car there, so I took Dave's car. I parked pretty illegally in front of the State Theater. Think it was going to be a... In and out. And Dave's like, yeah, go to like the back alley. There's no back. Alley. I'm walking around the streets of Portland for like 20 minutes. And I finally, you know what? Fuck it. I'm like, I'm like, Dave, there's no back alley. Finally, Shane, uh, the guy with the ass problems, comes out and meets me up front. We go in. And then I then I realized the fate is, the, the order is to 
carried this fucking um, cough in it. So that's all it was. Mm. So that's when I get goes, okay, you can be drunk, but don't be annihilated. You won't speak, but you can't be okay. So okay. So we do the walkthrough. The walkthrough is a disaster. The absolute disaster. Coffins way heavier than you think it would be. And if you're doing the walkthrough and it's bad about people being there, I was like, all right, what happens when it's fucking dark out? And then you know, there's actual human being in this, but no, that that was kind of my day. So I I I, I kept it very low key. I really started only Kirk said you were annoying at the that rehearsal. You're on there, like on stage talking. Well, I'm there. Him. Listen, I'll be honest. Yeah, I could be annoying. I was on stage for 30 minutes. I don't have the ability um, to stand there quiet for 30 minutes. After fucking 13 minutes of me standing there trying to not be annoying, I'm eventually going to look around and go, How many fucking people is this? You know, I, I can't help myself. I, mm. I have the intention to not be annoying, but I'll end up annoying you. I, I, yeah. I don't know. You know, it, it came from a good place. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, so, so what happened after that? You went, then, then you started drinking at the pub. Yeah. Then I went back and then I didn't want to spoil the fucking thing. So I went back to like, what was that for? I was like, Oh, you know, we're, we're, uh, we're physically carrying, you know, Kirk out there. They're all oh, like on a, on like a throne. I was like, yeah, sure. On a throne. So I don't want to ruin the whole surprise <laughs> of, uh, and then, uh, so yeah. So like, really, so they'd be doing shots and booze and little, little, you know, narcotics. And I was like, yeah, I, t- I kind of took it light. Because I didn't want to be a fucking disaster, bro. Like I can't yes. imagine me falling. That you can't have that. And what, um, did, did, what point do you run? Did you run into BA or wagon at any point during Saturday? Yeah, yeah. Apparently yeah. by this by Saturday afternoon they looked. They're like not sleeping. No, dead. they look so like the Walking Dead. I got back to. This is very rough, and I'm, I feel pretty comfortable with these numbers. That was a three o'clock thing, so I left the theater at like four. Got back to our Airbnb like four or five. We got there. I maybe had a pop or two, and then we went out around four forty-five. And then so yeah, for for an hour and a half or two, we were at bars. And one of the first places we went to was actually a place where um, all the guys were at, including BA and uh, Wagon and his sister. And Wagon was just lost over. BA had a little more spunk to him, but you could tell. He's he's been hitting it hard, uh, but yeah, that it was a very awkward thing. It was kind of like everyone kind of knew about the events of the you know the night before, minus those two. I don't think they realized what was going on. Um, it was an awkward energy, but at the end of the day, it was like it was it was okay. Like I'm telling mm. you, bizarre so who, thing. Who else is up there? Who else are you hanging out with? A bizarre thing. It's fucking sneaks. Yeah, right. Okay. It's, no, no, no. I know you don't like hearing it. You no. if you took if you took sneaks phone away. And just yeah, you have to hang out with this guy in person. Like this guy's great. You give him a phone, he turns into the, the worst of all time. Mm. But in person, it's fucking bizarre. And I'll give him credit. I gotta on this. say, I gotta say though that I still find the whole shtick annoying in person. Oh, like, oh, this well, show sucks. Oh, you know, you know. Oh, that was that was like, weird to see. State that, theater. that was weird to see the next day. That oh, I left early. The show sucks. That is weird to see. That is weird to see. But it was nice to see. That he was one of the first people making fucking wagons life hell. And as he Dude. said in one of his shows, it's like, ah, oh, I don't stand for rape. <laughs> like, well, I guess it's a pretty fair thing to say. But no, for that, yeah, no. So bizarre. It's, it is weird, though, to have someone troll you 90, you know, 99% of the time and then see them in person. Like, your takeaway is they're actually a nice guy. Yeah, right. So, but yeah, but Ned Ned Snark was, did you meet Ned Snark for the first time? No, I've met Ned before, but we did have okay. breakfast early Saturday morning. And did you say gig or Tony or any? Did you say Priest, 
pre-show, pre-show. I, I I know you're trying to give me the name drop here. I'm not great with names. No, but okay. no. Ned and I, Ned, Ned and I had breakfast. I'm um, just I trying to get you to set the scene. That's all. One of the guys from the 420 show was like, uh, I think it was actually Chris from Athuan. He was like, "Hey, this breakfast place is the spot." Tiny. The, He's very the short. He's yeah. very short. Yeah, with humongous glasses. Very Chris. short. Very very short. With magnifying yeah. glasses. Attached yeah, probably to like eyes. my definitely around my height. For sure, for sure. Yes, so I absolutely. woke up that morning and I saw that he was at this place, Becky's or something. I was like, you know what? I was like, I'll be awake for the next two hours. Nobody else will be awake. Let me fucking get a, an Uber down there. So I go down there, ready for a solo breakfast. The place is jumping. I go to sit down at the little uh, counter and I see Ned Snark, eight people over in his yes. own little galaxy. So I walk over to him. I was like, hey, like, you know, what's going on? He's like, oh, just sat down. Oh, so hot. He's like, oh, just, just sat down. And I was like, oh, well. <laughs> Mr. Ned, there's a, there's a seat next to me. He's like, all right, I'll come sit next to you. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. So we enjoyed a nice little breakfast. Beautiful. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was a great spot. I think it's called Becky's. I don't know. Could be wrong. So you went into, um, I think I went to the, uh, to Becky's um, when I was in Portland. So you so you head into the show. You head into the show. You pregame a little. Now, you weren't a big fan of the Wilbur show. Let's be honest. You didn't stay for the second one. You thought the first one well, was no, okay. I, only, I only had tickets for the first, you dink. What do you mean? You don't, 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 for the don't, don't paint your little narrative like that. There was lots of tickets floating around. Lots of tickets floating around. Wow. What a, what a no, move no, no. by your All part. I said was you didn't go to the second one, and you I didn't. didn't. But you said okay. I didn't stick around. I didn't have tickets for the second one. Well, you, you could think. have got a ticket. There were tickets around on sites and stuff. I see what you're trying to do here. I don't appreciate no, it. I'm, not just, I'm just painting a picture. You Okay, so you didn't go to the second Wilbur show. I did not. The, the first I went show, to the one I had tickets to. Yes. And you were, I would say, lukewarm about the first show. You enjoyed it, but you didn't come out going, oh, it was the best night of my life. No, the, like show, the show was exactly what I thought it would be. It was well worth the trip. It was well worth the you know time put into it. It was, it was great. This show, um, going into it, the same ex- expectations I had for the first one, this show blew the expectations out of the water. This was unreal. And it had a different aura to it. it had a different vibe to it this show there was something in the air and it was almost like there's something the the pre-show aura in the air you, you almost felt like you're set up for a letdown and when the boys came out and performed you're like oh fuck that actually matched it it was it was a wow. great great show how was your bit bringing in the coffin i heard i mean you said it was very difficult in the it rehearsal. went it went five thousand times better than i thought it would okay, i good. thought it was going to be legitimately terrible i was actually nervous I don't want to be able to fuck this up. Yeah, you don't want to drop Kirk on his head. No, yeah. Uh, uh, And any highlights from the show? I mean, Mayo gave a comprehensive recap of the whole thing for the listeners. But, you know, did you like, do you like the sing along stuff? Um, No. So I've said this in, when I say no, I mean, I'm not saying it's that. I'm saying Kirk almost does this incredible podcast just to give himself an excuse to be able to act like a rock star once every four months. I mean, he, that's what he lives for. The, 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 the talking, the skits are all just a side bit to go along with him doing a rock star performance. And he's not terrible, but when Kirk started fucking stripping and shit and running around like a looney tune with fucking sweat all over his body, shirtless. You go very sexual. Like, yeah, but that was not the intention going into it. I don't know. It was just, the skits what about Julie dead set? What about Julie saying dead set she wants to fuck him? She was just like, oh, I mean, she she could not have hid that less. That she was, 
yeah, Julie's a little freak. I mean, there's something going on there. Mm. But no, just seeing Kirk genuinely being into every single thing. And I'm telling you, the skits were on point, but Kirk's just a fucking performer. He's a, he's an absolute lunatic. You could wake Kirk up in the, in the midst of a deep sleep and be like, hey, you have to entertain 3,000 people. It'll speak your language. And he would somehow pull it off. He's a fucking lunatic person, but he's a natural-born performer. It was mm. unbelievable. And what about some of the skits? So any of the videos jump out to you? I know there was a like Big Cat and DC and the Mayo video. Anything tickle your balls more than the others? Yeah, obviously the uh, the Big Cat one is the big takeaway. I actually thought DEC's one was maybe because from a, like a, a surprise factor was maybe the most saddest. Like, it was great because you did not expect that, you know? Like the last thing you expect to see is fucking uh, his DC's fat face pop up there and actually have a sense of humor about something. But no, every video hit, every video hit. But the the one the one takeaway from that, um, the whole thing is when Blind Mike walks up to the stage and the crowd's going apeshit. That that was just kind of that didn't that didn't picture the whole crowd the whole night. That was like a great example of how the crowd was. Energy was nuts. Yeah, wow. I can imagine that because, it, you know, all the minifans sort of congregate on this small town in Maine, take over this theatre, that there would have been an energy slightly different to the Wilbur where everyone came in for the night. I mean, the energy was still popping there, but I can I can imagine it being a bit more intense in Portland. Sounds like it absolutely was. Uh, what 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 do you give it out of 100? I would say 92 and a half. Very good mark, and you know, because the will be you're probably marking in the sixties. So no, no, um, I would say I would say eighty four, eighty four to ninety two and a half. That's a big jump. Great, it is, it is. I don't, I don't know what they could have done to be better. I mean, the acoustics were on point. The whole, the whole thing was fucking wild. The thing is, you like it starts, and then by the time it ends, you look at your phone. This could have been because of booze. Like, oh fuck, like this much time just went by. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was a fucking breeze. It was uh you had to be there. It was good. And then, obviously, you know, you're part of the show, so you're, apparently you were a bit of a rock star at the State Theater, everyone coming up to you, Montante, and getting selfies and stuff. Is that right? Like I said, one out of 12 people was not that serious, but um, but no, it was. I mean, it was, it was beneficial. Like, if I needed a beer, instead of waiting in the back, I had a move where I would go up, and then if someone, like, looked at me like an extra second longer than they should have, I would give them a 10 and go, hey, can you give me a Bud Light and keep the rest for yourself? Yeah, I wasn't in the offseason. I'm not a fucking, I'm not a fucking uh, rock star. But it's, I uh, put it this way: the, the average person would notice me more there than fucking at my hometown. You know, so I was don't, don't you should have just walked around with like a QR code, and you know, help my mum, help my. Yeah, I should have walked around. Yeah, taxes. I should have walked around with a fucking yeah, little bucket. If you feel bad, like a homeless guy, give me yeah, money. Exactly. Yeah, I'm not far uh, off from it, so. So you didn't watch the show from the lounge with sneakers and beer. I was, I was far back. I was yeah. far back. And I had good seats. I was far back. After the show, what did you do? We went back to Gritty's, the uh, the home. And I'll tell you what, one of the most um, incredible things, and this is how you know, maybe I'm not up on everything like I should be. Uh, Mima broke down something to me today that was so over my head. So uh, I had a couple, people, a couple people reach out to me about hitting the rice bucket or whatever that show is. And you're like, hey, like Sneaker said that you got kicked out. Like, that's that's surprising. You know, you peed yourself that night, you got kicked out. Like, that does not help your case. I was like, yeah, I did get kicked out, but I'm a little confused by it. And I just remember Jay, our buddy Jay's man. When I say our buddy, I mean not at all. Like, fuck, Jay, fuck that kid. 
I remember him <laughs> being an absolute looney tune and getting kicked out. And I remember me looking and laughing. And the bartender looks at me and goes, that means you too, buddy. And me like so instantly go, oh, shit. Like, I didn't realize that. Like, no problem left. And Mima broke it down today. So what Jay did was he ordered a shit ton of drinks, shots, beers, mixed drinks, everything. Under the idea that he was going to eventually get kicked out so he didn't have to pony up and pay it. So what he was doing by the end of the night was going up to people and just trying to create chaos. So he came up to me out of nowhere and started screaming my face. And I almost took the bait. Keith was like, oh, ooh, ooh. I, ooh. Mima was like, yeah, you look like you're about to hit him. And I, I have a pretty good temperament on me. I was, like, I was not going to do that. But I remember it being so taken out of like, just taken aback. I was like, why is this kid doing this? And it worked. He got thrown out. I got thrown out. He didn't pay the tab. That's how my night ended. That's how my night ended. Fuck. Unreal. Unbelievable. That Jay sucks. I mean, he's the worst. Is that not brilliant? Absolute though? worst. In a bizarre <laughs> way. <laughs> do, you think he's that cal- do you think he's that calculated, though? I couldn't put together why that happened. I was like, uh, we didn't argue about anything. I was like, why did this happen? And he apparently he had seven jello shots to himself. I've heard, I heard that as well, but they, uh, that's how my night ended. I we were I th- had all intentions of having a great night, but as soon as I get thrown out of something, I'm like, all right, I must be out of control. I'm heading back home. But everyone the next day was like, yeah, dude, dude, you were fine. You were fine. And then someone was finally able to piece together what literally happened. And wow. I'm just saying, he, if we're playing chess, he wins. That's a fucking brilliant move. So did you ditch Bree Hunter at this stage, or is she still around? She still might be in Portland. I don't know. <laughs> I went home pretty early. So man. you, so you, so it sounds like you were on your best behavior this weekend. I tried to because I don't want to make an. I'm gonna make an ass out of myself on here. I'll make, like, I'll make a fool of myself. So I try, so I try to limit that. Um, but yeah, it's dude. If I get kicked out of a bar, it's like all right, it's time to go home. I know I didn't do anything wrong, but like we're good here. I don't want to become the spectators like the people I'm looking at. I don't want to become that. Mm-hmm. So, so did you see Kirk or Steve or Dave or any of those guys after the show? No, I actually heard. Um, Kirk showed up at one of the hotel bars, which is which is an insane move because you think about it, that would be like going out to a concert and then like whether well, it's U2 or uh, like Bono or fucking exactly. Springsteen exactly. walking yeah. in there and like you know conversing with the, the 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 minion. It's just such a weird move, but that's just he has a different vibe. And then at the end of the day, like oh fuck these guys, I hate them. But who else is doing that? Yeah. Um, I. I got a bit of stuff from the uh, from the state theater, like people were sending photos through and messages. I got a bit of live commentary from a few people, but I did notice that people were so enjoying the show. There wasn't as many photos, say, as the Wilbur, like online. Um, so anyway, um, so you, so Sunday morning you drove back pretty early. I remember that. Yeah, so that's the biggest. So people were trying to like jump down my throat. Even calling it, he's just a cocksucker. He uh. He's like, oh, so weird that Mike would do that. No, you have to understand. I live from whole Massachusetts, which is where my car was. I live six hours from that, okay? Mm. So it's 9 a.m. I've been awake for two hours. I'm fucking scratching to, to leave. Oh, and yeah, I walk you tweeted in. out. Yeah, tweeted I walk out, in. Yeah. I, I peek into the room. I know they got back around two later than me, and he's asked out. He might be dead at this point. So, like, yo, it's like, I could either wake him up, which is kind of rude, or I could just Tweet out a Hail Mary that, hey, I'm ready to go back to Massachusetts if anyone wants it. 
Like I didn't. I, it is a weird tweet, but this is a weird community. I knew that it might land. It landed. No, it's not that weird. It's not that weird. All these people from Massachusetts have come to Maine for this show, and you want to go back to Massachusetts, and you're just yeah. saying, "Hey, anyone going?" It's not weird at all. Yeah, because if I get picked up at 10, you have to understand, if I get picked up at 10 and he wakes up at noon, I have a two-hour jump on a long-ass day already. I did not want to sit there, wait around. So, yeah, so Roscoe came, picked me up, two-hour ride back, back the hole in my car, and then, boop, gone. Gone. Right. You know, it may not seem like a big deal, but those couple hours, man, that's the difference between getting home at 7 p.m. like I did or fucking 10 or 11 at night. No, no, no. We can't be doing that. And did you have a great weekend, though? Oh, great. Un- unreal weekend. Um, I think I could do Portland like every five years for a weekend. I could never live there. I mean, no shot. Those those who are not my people. Those they're they're whack jobs there. But no, unbelievable weekend. Kirk is an uh, unreal entertainer. And I actually have a buddy, Brian, who we got in a fight with tonight. But um, he's been listening to the show and he's he he'll be at the next live show and he he can't wait. And I I he always tried to get me to explain the show to him. I was like, just listen. I'll answer a few questions, but I can't explain it to you. And he was so, so jealous of me, you know, because he follows on Twitter. He's like, dude, that, that show looked unreal. I was like, yeah, it was. And you said you met sneakers, obviously, you've clashed with online. Did you meet anyone else who you were like a bit wary of? Like, did you meet Big Titted Red or, you know, did you run into anybody else? No, Red Act. Oh, uh, Bio Dude, who I don't know if he met the first show. But um, it's funny. We, we walked up on Bio Dude. He was there with Sig, uh, also oh, yeah. known also known as Out of the Closet Cully, who was an all time fucking weird weird person. Um, I I semi not doxed him today, but he like, came after me he's like, dude, you've been DMing me from a different account trying to like get my attention. Like, go away, go away. Um, but the, the Bio Dude, there's this weird thing. I, I, something about me makes him nervous, and he has these when he gets nervous, he gets these gay ticks. The way he speaks with his hands, he's so flamboyant, and so it was. Because I find him interesting, but he gets all nervous. He starts flailing around like a little pansy. Um, that was interesting to see. But, you know, just, just Sig and BioDude, I think, were the um, okay. two people that I would be able to put a face to now. You're right. And then, obviously, Sunday night, the Lauren Lynn story broke. Shocking story. I was trying to sort of, as I said, just sort of keep my – you know, I was going to do some reviews and stuff, and then that broke, and I got pretty upset. And then, obviously, our friend Bree – uh, went into the studio with Julie and they did a recap show. Now, you you and I got a lot of shit for our show with Brie, but I had a great time with her. She's fantastic. I don't um, remember a single thing from it, so I, I will, <laughs> I'll take a step back and say this is on you. <laughs> okay, whatever. Um, but then what about she, – she got a bit of stick for her. How do you think she went with Kirk, first off? I could tell like 20, 30 minutes into it, I was like, this is not going how I hoped it would. Um, I didn't think she absolutely flopped. I think she tried to force too much. There was a couple of comments where she started, and I was like, oh, fuck, like, that's a weird angle to take. That being said, I semi-know her well enough to know, I don't know, Instagram or something, when she's tweeting, like, the, the Brie Hunter tour is ending tomorrow. I know that's just her way of, like, trying to rationalize the people that she knows. Like, imagine explaining to someone. Hey, why did you go to Portland, Maine? Like, oh, it's a, the, a podcast mentioned me twice. That's weird. So she's like trying to like jokey, jokey, be like, hey, this ends tomorrow, uh, which I think I got misconstrued by Dave. So I think it was a tough show, um, but I don't think it was, I don't, think, I don't think she had anything malicious, like intentions behind it, but it ended up blowing up, blowing up in her face. But listen, at the end of the day, if she has more eyes on her, she has some more OnlyFans people. And um, 
I, I don't want to lift up the curtain too much, but apparently uh, Big Cat followed her, so. There you go. Well, with Bree Hunter, I mean, firstly, you, you said Dave Cullinane stitched her up. Sorry, you know, made her look bad with the, the media comment. Yeah. He's never going to – he's always going to do that. He makes you look bad at every opportunity. He always, you know, will – Put people down, but that's kind of his job. So don't take. I explain it that. I explain. I explain that, sir. I was like, yeah, you're. Yep. I agree with you. I thought Bree did fine. Like I didn't think she was a, a terrible. Like Steve Snell was almost unlistenable. I thought Bree was nice, and she's she's got pretty good timing. Like she knows when to just hang back, and I thought it worked that Julie was high energy. Um, but Maya made a good point. It was a tough spot to go in there after a live performance. You really need like a super fan in there who knows everything, and you know she's just started listening to the show. Um, so yeah, I thought. She didn't click with Kirk, though. That was the thing. And then she'd be the first to admit it. No, you know, it, it was a tough spot. Um, regrettably, just, just, for both just, sides. just question, you know, you, you were on there and you exposed, you know, the crippling tax debt that you're yeah. suffering through. And I still regret Kirk, that. Kirk, yep. Kirk tried to sort of unwrap uh, Brie a little bit and get into the family stuff, and Brie sort of shut it down. Do you think Bree should have just gone all in and thought, no, this I, is my one chance. I'm just going to just fucking spill the beans. I wish I had it. <laughs> I wish okay. I didn't, but you know, you know, so no, I don't, I don't blame. I mean, and it, it, it sounds, I've never talked to her about that stuff. I don't know her that well. It's probably some fucked up shit. Just like our buddy uh, was experiencing with Len, like in a perfect world, like when you're in there, you're, you're nervous. You're going to feel Comfortable and Kirk like, is generally asking. We have to remember it's not just me and Kirk. There's a few other people listening, you know. So yes, yeah, I, I think she had the wherewithal which I lacked. Yeah, she she did well though. I thought Kirk. Do you think Kirk was a bit unfair the way he sort of? I mean, he was not nice really, not really, because Kirk. She she may have been the worst guest that he's had in there in the last like five or six weeks because. That there is Kirk cares about if you know the ins and outs of the show. You can be the most boring person of all time, but you have if you have a callback memory of something from five weeks ago, he'll find you semi interesting. So there's the moment was never really there for her. She like there's a few spots where she tried to like insert herself and it didn't really land. I don't know. I think I just know that her heart was in a good spot. It didn't work and uh oh well, now now we know. Yes, and, but I don't think it's over. Like this is the thing. Kirk will say you never be back in again and you can be back in Three weeks later, if something happens, I don't so, see her going back in again. Not, not, on, not on her part. I'm just saying I can't see where Kirk is like, hey. I just think she should keep listening to the show. She should keep coming. I'm in a fandom. If she really likes the show, or like, if the show was just about getting promotion, then she should probably just walk away now because. No, dude. She was. She. She. I told her. I was like, hey, like, if you're trying to get an idea for your show. I was like, if you're trying to get an idea, like what to talk about, listen to the last three or four Kirk shows. She was like, yeah, like I'm like, you know, three weeks back now, I'm actually going to listen to this like off show. Like she actually likes the show. I just didn't mm. think it came through well. Like she, she's, she yeah. was not some type of weird grifter. Like, yeah, well, she should stick around, come on Minifan Phantom with us again when she's ready. Yeah. Um, and just be a Minifan. And trust Agreed. me, it's not, a, the ship hasn't sailed. Uh, and, and, and as well, just the way the KMS world goes, they're not going to say she was fine. They're going to say, oh, she was terrible. She's never going to be back. There's no middle ground in the Minifan world. It's either you're the best or the worst. There's no often in the middle. Yeah, I don't think you're wrong on that. 
All right, so nice, nice last show. Um, we'll, we'll wrap this up soon, but I uh, just wanted to talk about we had acronym guy and cheeks go in. Um, great show. I thought both were excellent. I well, I mean, we'll start with acronym guy first because he got run over by cheeks at the end there. But I actually thought acronym guy was like a cool dude. He he had some good stuff to say. He could he was like a bro, but he could hang. I thought he he did for a first appearance. Like he did better than you, for example, on your first go. Well, I was the first one in there, so I kind of set the uh, template. So let's just. But that that being said, we'll, we'll move past that uh, matters. That was a very rude comment. Um, I'm a little biased. I, <laughs> I I like I like acronym guy. He uh, he sent me with the all time weird messages. He was like, "Hey, I know you're going in the next week. Me and you would be great. We're both right wing. We'll roll over them." I was like, "I don't know what that means." No, um, maybe yeah, I'm I don't know if, already. Yeah, I don't know what that means. But that being said, I loved his game. I kind of okay. like geography. I don't know much about it, but it was creative. Like it wasn't like super simple. There was a little thought to it. He obviously played down the the uh, the hard questions he gave to Kirk, and then he kind of kept it to New England region of base for fucking idiot Dave. Mm-hmm. I thought that was good. I thought um, they were both very ner- very nervous in the beginning. I thought acronym guy did very well when it's all said and done. I yes, think you're, you're dead ass right, and especially even when the the cheeks thing happened with his mother he knew to sort of hang back make a few funny comments yep. um he you know he he his timing was good and, and then this wild situation with cheeks now i don't want to like you know put you know throw cold water on it i don't think it was the best segment in kms history <laughs> you know I, I know that was floated around afterwards it was it was a compelling segment it's top know, four it's top four maybe that, that top, maybe top 20 that segment so we're gonna have different perspective that segment spoke to me literally i i i, I honestly found myself i listened to it with alex in the car and she stopped it four minutes and she goes wait this this is you <laughs> yeah, without the financial element. Yeah, I, I found myself literally like it was it was therapeutic listening to it. So oh, beautiful. I thought it was great. I thought yeah. So I think it was one of the all time segments. Um, and the fact that it went went on as long as it did, I, I disagree with you. I could I understand if you have a different you know standpoint, but no, I, I think it was all that. I don't think it was bad. I, I didn't so, but I just don't, don't think it was as quite up there where a lot of people had it rated would, would you like kirk to ring your mum when you're in there next time and go uh, through I'm not, that i'm i'm not suicidal i'd rather be dead <laughs> and I, I like i love life i'd rather be legitimately dead yeah so i mean that was incredible what cheeks did to to go all in that's what i'm saying like about brie like cheeks has gone and potentially you know thrown a fucking atom bomb into his family yeah. life now. Like who knows what the fuck is going on in his real life now with his brothers and sisters and but you know the and, difference is he will be legendary. He'll be he'll never forgotten in the Minifan world. But the difference is if you ask Bree right now and you ask Cheeks, hey Bree, are you happy you didn't, you didn't divulge this? She would go, yes. Hey Cheeks, do you regret divulging this? He would go, yes. You know, he might not. So, he might not. No, dude. You and, and maybe in five years when he's at Minicon, there with his mum, Lynn and know, cheeks bro. in the stand, and they've made up. And he was, are, he was getting instantaneously. He was. It was great to hear. He was instantaneously uh, regretting giving that up, and I don't blame him. But it was fantastic to hear. Fantastic to hear. Yeah, it was a very good show. I um. 
think poor Cheeks has had a rough time growing up. You know, no doubt. The fact that he couldn't fucking eat is the the, the most insane, harsh part of the story. That kid has a, yeah, God bless him. Imagine being so selfish that you kill yourself around that age and that kid just powers through. Like, Mm. get over your your life's not that bad. You can be that kid and he's still powering on. Get over it. Absolutely. And I was thinking after these two shows this week, I mean, Mike's the best. I'm not saying, um, you know, change the roster or anything, but it's it's really working having this uh, roadshow of Minifans come in. Like if that is now the regular third show, it is adding a lot of content because you, Kirk can pull out shit from people, as we've discussed, and oh, yeah. it makes for compelling listening. I actually thought this last show was going to be – I agree with your sentiment up until last week. I thought that was going to be the show that kind of put an end to that and then maybe kind of made, made him humble himself and say, all right, we, this this had a good run, but this is no more. But the way it ended just reaffirmed my initial thought. Yeah, no, keep having freaks in once a week. No no doubt about it. Unbelievable. Yeah. Ask Dave, who's this guy? I don't know. I think his name's Tim. He could have an Instagram account. Who knows? And he'll come in there and be incredible. That was a incredible show. All-time segment. Keep it rolling. Yeah, so, um, well, I mean, anything else you want to talk about with the show? Um, I think this will be the last minute fandom for this week. I did two hours with Mayo. We've done a great hour. Um, yeah, and I think, I mean, you're probably already listening. You've probably already heard it, but Mutt and Someone, a Friday show. So we'll review that one next week. Are you, are you a Mutt guy now? Not really. I'd rather hear a random person in there. And Mutt doesn't really? do much for me. Yeah, he doesn't do much for me. Um, I still feel like he's holding back. Um, I'd like to hear a Friday Night Mutt show. I think he has a couple of pops, like let loose a little bit. You can tell he's naturally talented enough and has enough chemistry to where he can be doing an interesting show, interesting show while holding back a little bit. But no, like a lot of these guys are pouring their you know souls out there. A lot of these random people going in there. If Mutt even gave one third of that, it would be just as good because he has more talent. I feel like he's holding back a wee bit. Um, you know, like Kirk tries to bust his balls with some stuff, and you can tell he's like super reserved and standoffish. I don't know, man. Let it loose a little bit, you know. Maybe he can't, maybe it'd be a decision to actually do that. But I'm just saying, for what I want to hear, he, he's not there right now. Well, yeah, you can tell, like, because he might be getting a job, he's just behaving himself. Yeah, yeah. I want to hear somebody off the rails, like, fucking, uh, the last couple guys in there, like, like my boy Max, <laughs> like Cheeks, like Cheeky's in there, even Julie's pretty, like, she'll. Talk about anything, like yeah, you don't like Julie? No, no, she, she's Julie's good. Julie's good, but um, even yeah, she she will talk. Yeah, no, she will, she will. Like the fact that she got into her fucking um, her dad's stuff is is insane. Like that's something Mutt would never do. Mm. I mean, is there a bit of a like? I guess is there a bit of a sort of ego thing going off between all you sort of? Uh, regular third chair people. I'm like still I, mad. About, I'm still mad about Julie throwing me down the river for the fucking text thing. That that yeah. that uh, I'm working through that right now as we speak. I, I got to be better. You know, two wrongs don't make it right. But I'm still bothered by it. I guess it's like a dog eat dog world out there. Like you third chairs are already always snipping in each other. Um, the way she played that was perfect. I mean, she read the room. She set it up perfectly. She didn't get into too much detail because the details would hurt her. She played mm. that so beautifully. And I'm hurt by it. I'm I, I'm burned by that. It hurts me. It upsets me. Yeah. All right. Well, Mike, thanks for joining me on um, Minifan. And what's happening with Montante's World? Uh, we should have done one tonight, like I mentioned earlier. Um, I hope Drew and VD are not too mad at me. 
uh, it just ended. The the game that I gambled on lasted way too long, so I had enough energy to come on here. Hopefully, I think I spoke too much tonight, um, so hopefully I did not do that. But I'm gonna have VD on tomorrow. My buddy Drew on, who finished second in the brackets. Who could forget about that? Because we heard about He's it. He's very annoying. I mean, you've got one and two. Didn't VD win and Drew oh, two? I got I got all the superstars. Um, yeah. So that's what we got going on. Uh, not much more, man. Booking guesses as, as a motherfucker. Absolutely. I've had a tough week this week. Um, Boy, I'm and here. I, and I've, you know, the Minifan world is so devoid of content now. Like the only wrap up shows were the 420 show, which, which was horrible. Then we had Hit the Rice Bucket and the Big Dog Show. And, and all of them had BA who can't talk. And he, you can tell BA feels a little ashamed and he keeps repeating himself. Like his brain hasn't kicked on, started working yet. He keeps saying, I should have gone to bed on Friday night. That was a big mistake. Like he, he said that about a thousand times now. Yeah. Well, it's a tough, well, it is tough because he had a rough weekend, but listen, BA did not disappoint. I think if you asked everybody, oh, what did you yeah. think? Everyone would go, yeah, that's what I want. That's what I expected. Yeah. What about John from Scranton, the snake from Scranton? Oh, I'm coming to see you there, guys, and then not turning up. So the the big knock against John is a liar and he bullshits. Before this, if I needed help with clips um, about my gambling show, I would send it to him. He was reliable. He has my personal number. He's good. But when you see stuff like, hey, I'll be there this weekend. Hey, I'm in, New, I'm in uh, Portsmouth or I'm in New Haven, and then he doesn't show up, you're like, that's kind of the John from Scranton way. So he makes it tough to defend him. I don't know mm. what that's about. And um, he kind of said that he'll eventually divulge into what happened. Just come clean. Bullshit. You yeah. were never going to fucking come, bro. But he doesn't have that in him. So he'll kind of, I don't know. That was tough. It's, it's a tough week to be a John from Scranton guy, which I am. Because he was quite, I think he was quite definitive that he was going to come to the wheelbar. For a while now, I thought yeah. I would, And then he didn't show up and obviously I didn't meet him. But he um, said he would. Yeah, even for yes. that, he was like, yeah, I'll be, yeah, it's. Because he has been to a Minifan event before. I think he went to Soco once or I saw, twice. We saw him, we saw him, the first ever Minifan event I went to, Soco 2. He was out the night before I saw him. 1,000%. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right, well, look, listeners, thanks, everybody, for supporting Minifandom. Um, if you if you want something to listen to, Montante's World is as good as, well, it's not as good as anything out there, but it's out there anyway. It is um, it is out there. Um, we'll be back soon. Don't end by a vegetable lazy. <laughs> Looking for things that were said by Big Steve. Steve made some comments about his own family. He erased it cause it made Ben angry. He got fucked by a man down under. <laughs> With missing audio, you'll discover. Too happy to reveal Steve's blunder. He enjoyed blowing Steve's cover. This guy is prolific. Jesus. Oh, yeah. Quick. Candid Steve a suspension Got a lot of grief for it in his mentions Steve could have gotten off easy Just done like blind Mike and said he needed therapy <laughs> <laughs> He got 
<laughs> Think Steve's a motherfucker. <laughs> Call them out as a show scrubber. <laughs> he wants Steve replaced by another. Australian man was found slain. <laughs> Adult was found by the body. Said nobody can fuck with S.E. <laughs> yeah, he fucked up a man down under. 